And we're back with Days in Reviews, new episode, episode number eight, I believe. Um, last week was Boston Movies due to the poll. You would think this week we would do the other option on the poll, but we're not. We have a new topic that we're going to discuss that you will find out very shortly. Actually, you already know it because it's in the description of the fucking episode, so I don't even know why the fuck I'm talking about it. So this week, we're going to continue on with our new tradition of doing movie 20 questions. We thought it was a pretty fun uh, little battle to see if we could stump each other or figure it out. And also, we just get to talk about new movies that we don't talk about enough. Um, joined with me, as always, my permanent guest slash co-host, reluctant co-host, William McDonald. How's it going, buddy? Staying healthy? What's up, dude? Oh, of course. Feeling good. Even though we're back um, at back in the same hometown, we are not going to do the face-to-face because, uh, you know, coronavirus. No, that's not why. We just... Uh, we had plans to record in person, but then, you know, fell through because we're both lazy and we don't like to actually be productive. <laughs> so, yeah, so after the 20 questions, you said we're doing the, uh, what are we doing? We are doing, how do, how do I describe it? Basically, it's, uh, the topic is uh, movies that aren't franchises or characters that don't have franchises about them. And, like, we're saying, like, things that they franchises that could be made out of solo movies or like yeah. one-off characters i took it in like so many different ways i took it in like you could make a prequel a sequel a spin-off a remake a tv yep, show I did too. yeah I, did too. I took it in I any did, way i, I could. didn't do tv show i didn't do tv show i did tv show because like they're they're doing that with uh snowpiercer now they're making a snowpiercer tv yeah, show I saw that. they're they made what they made a new movie into a tv show i don't remember what it was and yeah, whatever but yeah, just like stuff like that's happening right now. So I, I, I include a TV show, just a, a further continuation of the mythos and world building that was set up in a movie that had come out in our lifetime. But most of mine are from the 21st century. Yeah. So we'll be we starting with movie 20 questions. Um, I guessed first last time. So now Will will guess first um, on this edition. Um, I feel like my movies of the same, like, they're not, like, they're, like, it's not, like, easy or hard, it's, like, of the same kind of caliber of difficulty. Same. I'm just kind of picking meme movies. You're picking what? Kind of, like, dumb movies. Like, Tropic yeah. Thunder's good, but it's dumb. This movie's also dumb. Tropic Thunder's really good. Yeah, it is really good. It's not, it's not, eh. I don't know, I think you're being harsh. Alright. Are you ready to start guessing? Yep. Alright, and time starts now. Was this movie in the 21st century? Nope. Okay. Um, so, obviously, before 2000. Sorry for that notification um, popping up. Hmm? Nothing. Just, I never had a notification pop up on my computer that just went boom. Okay. Was this movie... Is this movie um, in the 90s? It is in the 90s. Okay. That's all I'll say, uh, it, like, year-wise, because that's, you know, yeah. too easy. We talked about that. All right. Is it directed by Quentin Tarantino? Yes, it is. Is it Reservoir Dogs? Yes, it is. I hate you. I hate you. I was a snipe. How'd you do that? Um, so... 38.38, four questions. Well, so last year, or last year, last time, uh, I was, like, overcomplicating the questions, and this time I just kind of took your psycho, like, what I knew about you, and I was like... Okay, I heard 90s, so I immediately thought David Fincher, Quentin Tarantino, maybe Spielberg. Um, And then once it was Tarantino, I knew you wouldn't go Pulp Fiction or Jackie. You might have went Jackie Brown. That was my second guess. But Reservoir Dogs is a movie that I know you know I know. And that, yeah. So that's, yeah. But, like, there's so many other directors that that were in the 90s. and So many other movies are in the 90s. You just went Quentin Tarantino off the bat. That's a director we both love. I feel like I talked about this movie the last time we hung out, though. Nah, you didn't. I I know for a fact I did. I I don't remember you doing that. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah, okay. My my movie is definitely harder than Reservoir Dogs. I just want to talk about Reservoir Dogs. I feel I feel like there's a big misconception that Pulp Fiction was Quentin Tarantino's directorial debut, and it just wasn't. I feel like people forget about Reservoir Dogs. I don't think people think that. I think I there's think a huge. I think Pulp Fiction was his first big success but with that even that's not true no i feel like if you polled like a thousand people a good amount of them would think that quentin tarantino's first movie was uh pulp fiction yeah maybe i feel I like would, there's a yeah, big I misconception would say a good amount, probably would you're right 
Um, this one's really good. It's, it's the heist movie. Where you don't see the heist. Though it, it's it's like uh, he, yeah, that that kind of set in motion like a bunch of movies like that. You know, I really movies where we don't see the action. Yeah, I really really dig this uh this movie. It it um. It's ve- it is kind of like the most Quentin Tarantino where it has, it has all of his kind of flavor to it. When it has like the crime, it has very like comic book stylized. But at the same time, it's also very, very like indie film. And like as as he got bigger and bigger, his films become like less than that. And I just, that movie, this movie's really good. And I feel like, I feel like not enough people have seen it. It's a very underseen Quentin Tarantino. I feel like the movies everybody watches is like Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill. Not enough people watch like... Hateful Eight and Reservoir. I mean, I said Reservoir Dogs in the movies people watch, but I think like people don't watch like Hateful Eight and Reservoir Dogs when I'm talking about the Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah, I love Hateful Eight. Um, the the four hour edition on Netflix is so good. Like, I'll, I'll have to watch it now that we have time. Like I feel like, like people, you just kind of watching. You feel like you like you're just watching Hateful Eight again, but it's really good. All right, mm-hmm. so now, I am guessing your movie. All right. <laughs> Let's remember that. Let's remember thirty-eight seconds and four guesses. Yeah, that I'm not counting gonna, counting the movie. I'm not gonna beat that. No, forty-eight no, questions. No, no. Yeah, including including the movie, it was forty-eight. Yeah, seconds. but uh, yeah. I'm not. You're definitely not gonna beat on this one, but I think you could beat it eventually. I think I'll get it. And I'm gonna put on. Because there's do, gonna be a movie at some point that I'll pick that we both equally love mm-hmm. by someone who's equally famous. Mm-hmm. Like that was a shot in the dark. If it wasn't Tarantino, I would have had to like you know. Yeah, if I did not, because I had a second movie that I was going to pick, and I actually, right now, I don't remember what it was, but I, I know it would have taken you a long time to guess. So, yeah. right now, I'll put the over-under at four and a half minutes. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I probably would, <laughs> actually, too. Actually, wait, no, four and a half, I'm taking the under. But I'm taking the over on ten questions. I think it won't take you more. All right. Ready to go? Yeah, go ahead. 21st century? Uh, Yes, um. Does this feature an MCU actor? Um, in terms of the main characters, uh, the none of these, as far as I know, none of them were in the MCU. Okay. No. No. I yeah. In terms of the main cast. Actors. Is it a famous director? Yes. Okay. All right. This kind of doesn't count as a question, but um. Is it like you and me famous or like the layman's famous? No, no, no. This is a this is a A B plus A list director. Okay, B plus A list director. Is it a drama? No. Uh, is it a comedy? <laughs> it doesn't mean to be, but yeah, like you know what I mean. No. It's just, I'll, gi- I'll give you a freebie. It's so bad, it's good. Is it the room? No, I don't know when that was made. That was made in 2003. Really? Yeah. I thought that was made in the 90s. No, it's not The Room. Okay, so it's a famous director. It's so bad, it's good. It's it's a famous director. It's it's not a comedy, but when I watch it and when most people watch it, they deem it a comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Is it a... No... Is it a superhero movie? No. You hesitated. What? You hesitated. No, it's not a superhero movie. I was just kind of thrown by the question. Okay. Trust Um, me, it's not a superhero movie. Like, not at all. So, it's so bad it's good, but what was the intended genre? I believe horror. Yeah, like, it, it was supposed to be a thriller horror. It was supposed to be a thriller horror, but it was it was very, very bad. Extremely bad. One of the worst movies ever. Have I seen it? I don't, I honestly don't know if you've seen it, but I will tell you, you definitely know it exists. Yeah? I, I, I don't know, so you can, I won't count that as a question. I don't know if you've seen it. I know that there's a... A horror movie that you really dislike. I'll tell you right now, it's not Midsummer. No, not that one, because that's not a horror movie. Yeah, well, yeah. It kind of is. I know. I was not gonna guess Midsummer, but there's a different horror movie I know that you really fucking hate. 
But now I, I don't think it, I don't think it's that one. I can't think of the movie's name for some reason, but me and you both know what we're talking about. I don't think it's the thing you're thinking of. I don't talk about this movie much. Okay. Did it come out in the 2010s? No, it, it was before 2010. Okay, so it came out in the aughts. Yes. You're at number 10. Yeah, this is Sorry. this I'm coming up with my paid. 11th question. What? Um, no, this is... You're about to ask your 10th. No, I'm about to ask my 11th. No, I, I, I didn't count one of your questions because I couldn't answer it. Okay. Um, so bad, it's good. Horror intended genre. Famous director. In in the pretense. Okay. Did this movie come out in the latter half of the aughts? Yes. Okay. Hmm. I don't know many horror movies. Um, was this movie a Shyamalan movie? Yep, that's big. That's big. That helps you out a shit ton. Is it the happening? Yes. Okay. Here you go. You got in 12. Oh boy. I, I have 13. What question didn't you count? I didn't count the one where you said, uh, have I seen this movie? Because I don't know if you've seen it. Okay, no, I have not seen this movie, but I'm very aware of its existence. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, my thing was, so if I were you, and I know we're different, because, like, horror is the one genre. Well, this doesn't count as horror, but I would say thriller and horror is the one genre where I've probably outwatched you. Yes. You know? but, like, probably by a good amount, actually, just because I love horror movies. Yeah. Anyway, if, if I had, if someone told me, famous director, horror so bad it's good, I'd immediately say Shyamalan. Yeah, I don't know why it took me so long to get Shyamalan. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess because I, I can associate Shyamalan more with thrillers and horror, but that's I, just me. I, I knew I'd, I wanted to do a Shyamalan movie after Tropic Thunder just to... I knew I wanted to do that, but um, so I, I, I was... It was between The Last Airbender and The Happening, yeah. and and I figured The Last Airbender... Um, is such a disgrace to me that it's not even like worth joking about. I would have gotten the happening before I got Last Airbender. Yeah, I didn't know if you like even remembered the Last Airbender, but no, everyone I didn't. knows the happening. Everyone knows the happening. Because if you said like, "Are there A-list actors?" I would have said yes. And if you were like, "Is it a boss actor or like Mark Wahlberg?" I thought that would be a giveaway. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's never in the MCU, and the love interest's never been in the MCU. I don't know her name. I can't think of her name. Larry Deschanel. Yeah, she's never in the MCU. Um, no, but that was that was a good movie. I mean, not not good movie. That was a good pick by you. That was a very good pick. I'm I'm impressed. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm better. A famous, very famous director. Back uh, to back, two thousand eight films. So bad it's good. <laughs> um, what's this? It, yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah, it's a horror thriller. Uh, yeah, show. Yeah, that, that was. I if I did not pull Shyamalan, I would have been fucking done. Cause I know the Shyamalan's produced a made a bunch of like shitty movies, so that was a savior for me to to fucking think of Shyamalan. Oh my god, damn dude, you murdered me. I yeah, should I should have picked a better movie. Technically, you picked a better movie than I did. Well, I mean, like like I should have picked a, a harder movie to guess. Yeah. My brothers can listen to this episode and get very mad at me. Because he gave me, like, explicit instructions on how to stump you. And I did not take them. With Reservoir Dogs? No. With, like, he told me to pick, like, like, um, like different kinds of movies and stuff like that. And I just didn't take his advice. So now he's going to listen to this. But, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. So. Sorry, Harry. Uh, for the record, I got it in four minutes and 15 seconds. Yes, yeah, sir. So, so three and a half minutes after you did. And 12 questions. So, like, honestly, like, pretty good. Yeah, not bad. But not that good. Yeah. Damn. All right. I got to up my game. So, round one goes to me. Round two goes to you. Very good. So, we will... As you know, we have some time, so let's not take a break. Let's, let's start the conversation of movie... Of singular movies that we want to turn into... A franchise, a spinoff, a prequel, a remake, a, like a whatever, like like a spinoff. Yeah. Like, so, w- want to start with the one that we said that we had in common? Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, to start with that. Introduce it. 
so I really want there to be an Inception movie universe. Yep. Um, it doesn't. It can be a complete anthology. I just want there to be like this dream esque heist esque universe. You know what yep. I mean? Because like, like I, I want to know more about the companies and the backstories of these characters. Like not even of these characters, but of the companies they represented yeah. in the movie. Inception is 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 just a it's just an idea, and no one took this idea and decided to make a pseudo heist film with this idea. But you can do so much with this idea. You could like like in the world that he created, you could take this one premise and apply it to any sort of situation. You could make a TV show and have it be like. Maybe it's other, like, members of, of not this crew, but other people are trying to use it for, to try to, like, put in, put, like, to, like, supplant memories in somebody's brain to make them think something or act something. Maybe it's, like, a court case and you have to, like, do something to affect the, the trial or something like that. Maybe it's uh, another robbery. Like, there's so much you can do with just this one idea of entering somebody's brain. And I yeah, think that I, I can't believe that there's, like, I, ne- I know it would need no blessing and I know he doesn't probably want to do a whole thing, but, like, I can't believe there's, like, four Purge movies and not another Inception, like, even thought of it. Dude, The Purge is the perfect example of just a cool idea, and then people ran with it. And honestly, The Purge movies aren't horrible, like some people say. Like, they're kind of popcorn filler. I've only seen the one. There's, I think there's four movies and, like, multiple TV shows. I didn't know there were TV shows. Dude, there's multiple TV shows. Because, like, it's just a cool idea. And you could do anything with a cool idea. You could do anything with the idea of going to somebody's brain, taking some information out, putting some information in. Like, there's so much you can do with that. And I don't even know what it is. Like, like, I'd, be, I'd be salivating because I would go in 95 different directions if I was the screenwriter hard to do what, that. What, imagine the twist if Nolan pulled, like, a Shyamalan, how Shyamalan did Unbreakable and then Split, and the twist was Split was in the universe of Unbreakable. What if the universe of Tenet is somehow in the Inception universe? That'd Dude. be sick. You have no idea. When you started that sentence, I knew where you were going with it, and I was like, dude, get there, get there. Oh, I want that to happen. Just, like, somehow, some way, it's it, at the very end, you see, like, Tom Hardy's character from Inception pop up at the end of Tenet and be like, oh, it's in your brain. Like, like oh. Be like, be like, you gotta dream a little bit bigger, dog. You gotta dream a little bit bigger. Like, Can't be afraid to dream. Yeah, he says that to John David Washington at the end of Tenet, if Tenet even comes out at this point. I mean, it will come out. They'll just delay it. Did you watch the trailer? I didn't watch it. Yes, and it's it looks amazing. Okay, I'm trying to really hard to avoid trailers, um, but yeah, that's actually a really good point. Just if all of a sudden no one's next movie takes place in the tenant in in the Inception universe, and then we have our Inception fucking uh, trilogy. Yeah, like, like I, for, so for this topic, some of these I'm not that passionate about. Like for. I don't know. There's a few of these universes where I'm fine if there's no universe. I just think it would be maybe cool if they did it right. But the Inception universe is one of the two that I really want. I really do want I want this, universe. yeah. There's some of these I think that would be cool, and then there's some where, like, I need to see this. Exactly. Um, also, some of, the, some of these movies that I picked were kind of, like, failed premises that I want to see try again. But um, Inception is one of those things I need I need to have. Um, I was about to bring something else up, but I don't remember what it was about to be. It was something Nolan related. Oh yeah, like I'm not a huge anime fan, but Inception makes me want to watch Paprika. I've seen Paprika, um, and I like Inception more. Paprika's solid, but was Paprika nineties? No, Paprika was made in, I think, 2007 or Oh, shit. So not that much earlier than fucking Nolan's Nolan's flick. Yeah. Paprika was not as good as Inception, in my opinion. People have, like, kind of this misconception that just because you're taking an idea, that's the easy part of ripping something off. Then you have to go take that idea and make it your own thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't hear... I, I hear so many people say that Casino Royale, like, the 2005 one with Daniel Craig, is the best bomb film. And, like, if you're going to argue, like, oh, Inception, blah, 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 with Paprika, Casino Royale is literally just a remake. Like, yeah. and it's, it's people's favorite bomb films. So, in my opinion, like, just, you know, it, either, either it's all bad or it, it's all okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Tarantino gets shit on that because he's huge. He's hugely known for stealing things. And it's like taking inspiration and like an idea and copying it is the easy part. Taking that idea, then making the actual art with it is the hard part. You have to have to do that. Like that's like so like just because something's followed the same pattern doesn't mean that they're 
like doesn't mean that like they're they're taking the easier out. Except for Stranger Things. Stranger Things sucks, and they rip off every single eighties thing in the world. Okay. Do you want to know how annoying Stranger Things is? Is that why is this a Stranger Things? Right? Because I just thought about this because I was because this is this is a dual rant. Okay, you know, I, so first of all, I don't like Stranger Things at all. Either, I don't like but it either. I'll play devil's advocate. I'll yeah. try and defend it. Why no, just like because Stranger when it came out in 2017, people are like, oh, it's just a Stranger Things ripoff. It's like, dude, Stranger Things is taking from it, which came out before Stranger Things. That's a Stephen King adaptation. So to say that Stranger Things. No, just say that it is stealing from a show that stole from it is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my goddamn life. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think it stole from it that much. I just because it's set like in a decade and it, it has a vibe. It 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 is, dude. Strange Things is the birth child of Spielberg, and, and I don't know. Stranger Things. I think season one of Stranger Things is actually pretty good. And I think it, it, it incorporates a lot of 80s stuff, and it incorporates a lot of, like, Spielberg-esque stuff and other things that were, you know, kind of that um, E.T. It's, type stuff. It's Spielberg it's, and I, Stephen I think, King had a baby. I think it does a good job of, like, creating something. I just don't like how it's become a cash cow, and season two and three weren't that good. See, I liked season three a lot. I didn't like season two because of the directions they took and the repetitiveness, but I like season three because they kind of doubled down on like, yep, we're going to do this. And they kind of committed to like what they were, what they were doing. And they abandoned like the original season one aspect where it's like, all right, that's pretty good. You kind of like, you made a choice in season three, but, um, I just don't, I just want to see them take this world and do something else with it. Other than, Hey, the upside down, Hey, the demigorgon. It's like, dude, I'm sick and tired of seeing the same shit for four seasons. Now do something else with it. Um, So that was 20 Questions and Inception. We're going to take a quick break and lead right back into the other movies we want to see carried on. Uh, Thank you. Bye. And we're back. Thank you for listening to those terrible reads that I need to re-record ASAP like Ferg. I hate that I just said that. I'm not redoing it. This is... Fuck it. We'll do it live. Okay. Um, I hate that... Okay. Um... Give me another, uh, okay, give me another. Right, do you want me to lead off with a, another really random one that I think would work? Yeah. I want to further the mythos and lore and explore the criminal underworld of Zootopia. I'd be okay with, like, another Zootopia movie. Uh, not even a sequel, just, like, some sort of, like, I want to no, see, no, yeah. I want to see yeah. an anthology. Like, remember when they go to visit that crime boss? Who's gonna like stick them in the ice and like the freezer? But they don't because like he she saved her earlier that day when they rip they they rip off training day. Kind of yeah. I want to see a movie about it. that dude and his criminal underworld. I want to see a movie about the night howlers or whatever the fuck. I want to see a movie about how Mayor Lionheart came to office and got corrupted. And yes, I know way too much about Zootopia, but I don't give a fuck. I want to see more about the criminal underworld and ongoings of this animal city. I'm perfectly okay with that. I would not be against it if they said, you know, hey, why not do another Zootopia thing? Yep, I'm fine with a sequel. I'm fine with a prequel of certain characters. I'm fine with a little mini-series if you want to go forward and explore different aspects of the city. Maybe there's a different drug ring going on in Tundra City or the fucking, like, rainforest. Like, maybe there's a huge gun problem. You can touch on modern-day issues. Yeah, make another metaphor. First like, one's yeah. about racism. First second one's about racism. Guns. Second one's about guns. Third one's about gay people. We all, we're all happy. I mean, yeah, your, I'm not mad at this. I think you're hitting the gold mine. I here. think that, like, even though I don't want to help Disney make more money, in fact, out of the only thing I'm happy about coronavirus, the only thing that I'm happy about coronavirus is that Disney is losing money. Let's all just take a minute when you're stuck in your homes. You can't go out and see your loved ones. You can't do anything. Just sit inside and be happy because Disney is losing money. That puts a smile on my face. It should put a smile on yours. I mean, I yeah, I don't care too much about this mm-hmm. extended ZTV universe, but I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at it. Like For those of you listening, Will's disdain for the Knicks is comparable to my disdain for Disney. If not, maybe oh. mine is more so. Oh, I don't know about that, Owen. I wrote a fucking paper and started an Instagram channel to end Disney. Yeah, but that was for a project. It was for a project. I could I could have wrote about anything, and I wrote about Disney. Okay, so that's my first thing is I want to explore the the criminal underworld of Zootopia. What do you pick? Um, hmm. I have a few. 
Let's see. Okay, I'll do the other one that I'm... Okay, there's two more that I'm really passionate Also, I just want to say Jason Bateman would make a great Iron Man if they ever chose to recast. Yeah. Um, so I want, like, just an Anton Chigurh movie. I have no country for old men down here. Yeah, I, but I want a movie just about him. Like, you know what I mean? Like a Joker-esque yeah. movie. Like, Anton Chigurh, like, it could be a sequel, it could be a prequel. It doesn't even have to be an- Antonio... Not Antonio. Who the fuck is... Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. I almost yeah, it could said, be a younger person. It could yeah. be I younger. mean, I would prefer, I would prefer it be hard. I would prefer it too, but just that character himself is as just... As long as the new actor got it right. It, he just has so much, which, like, he's so minimalistic in his performance. He, I've never been more scared of a character with that bad of a haircut. Yeah. Like, he, sh- he should be laughable, but he's just he's not, intimidating yeah. as fuck. That he's scene, more intimidating than Thanos. Of course That's he is. That's how you know... That's how you know he's a good character. Dude, to me... I'd rather me, take my chances with Thanos. Michael Keaton in Spider-Man is more intimidating than Thanos. Yeah, well, that's not fair. Michael Keaton in Spider-Man is the best MCU villain, in my opinion. Um, fucking... No, no, no. And we should, we should say, we're not talking the Vulture. We're talking Michael no, Keaton yes. without the mask. Just Michael, Michael Keaton is cutting up peppers in his kitchen. That. Yeah. Not the Vulture. Also the Vulture, but yeah. Anyway, back to the internship your thing. I'm just really passionate about this. I would love to see just, like, I don't know, maybe have, because, uh, like, it's hinted that he and Woody Harrelson have some sort of past, so maybe you explore their past in a prequel movie of how they became the Crass Boss, which, granted, I feel like, like people make the argument of, like, the, the less you know about a character, the better, but at the same time, I feel like I'm willing to take my chances with Joel and Ethan Cohen for them to, to, them, to, them to actually pull off an internship care prequel. Yeah, I think a prequel would be better than a sequel. Because I, th- yeah. I like the not knowing. I like the not knowing where he is. Like, he just kind of, like, pops up out of nowhere. Like, he, 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 like, he was just kind of like a force in, in, in um, No Country for Men. Like, he just, he didn't matter what he was up against. He was like, I'm just going to do my thing, and I'm going to, like, get but in to get. Like, he just, like, was so just, like, menacing. And you know what, like, was kind of, like, uh, really great about him? Is he was kind of like Jason Voorhees. Like, you never saw him break temperament. He was always very calm. He would walk. He wouldn't run. And he just kind of did all, always stuff like that. And yeah. it was Except so... the only difference is he's actually a good villain. Wow. It's not It's not Jason's fault. There's 20 movies of his. They can't all be bangers. Which, this is a random question I was thinking about. To you, what makes a good album? Is it the percentage of songs on the album that are good? Or is it the number of bangers on the album? Yeah, so for example, like an Eminem album will come out and it will be 18 songs yes. and I'll like three of them, yes. right? Or an EP could come out with five songs and I could like two of them and I would say the EP is probably better because if I like two out of five, that's better than three out of 18. The way I will, yeah, this is actually very similar to what I was thinking about because I was thinking about Cuddy and Kanye's uh, short album, Kids Ghost, as yeah, opposed to Uzi just dropped like 50 songs in an album, like Jesus Christ. Yeah. like like. So that was just a random thing I just thought of. Um, Anton Chigurh would definitely, definitely work. I have a similar character who I want to see a prequel of, who I'm even more excited about. Can you guess who that is? Similar type of character who I want to see a prequel or sequel or spinoff of TV show. I have no idea. That is Vincent from Collateral. Mm. Have you seen it? I've seen bits and pieces. I've never seen the whole movie. Oh, my God. First of all, Tom Cruise doesn't play a bad guy enough. The, this this is tied for my favorite performance of his. It's this and Tropic Thunder are my two favorite performances of Tom Cruise because it's his only different kind of performance. This and Kind of Magnolia are his three different performances. Everything else is just like charismatic hero, good guy, kind of whatever. But he's so much better at playing the other kind of character. Like in this movie, like he's just so fucking captivating. He's so captivating that Jimmy Fox is being handcuffed to the fucking steering wheel with a gun pointed at him, but he's still kind of tempted to hang out with this guy. Like it's like, it's insane how good he is in this movie. So maybe you figure out maybe more about the, the he has a list of people of names he needs to kill. Maybe find more about what happened with that list and how he got that list. Or maybe find out what happened... Well, no, he dies at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, it's 20 years old. But there's, I think he's just it's very, um, he, like, more, but more so than uh, Anton Chigurh. Anton Chigurh lacks kind of, like, a personality. He doesn't have, like, the panache. He doesn't have the showmanship. Vincent has the panache. He has the showmanship. He has, like, the balls. He's, the, he's cocky. He has charisma. He's Tom fucking Cruise. So if you take just Tom Cruise and make, and also what they do is they age Tom Cruise up, like, 20 years but Tom Cruise still looks like... He, like, Tom Cruise still gets carded at bars. So you can take Vincent, 
de-age him 30 years, put him in like the 80s, and you can still have Tom Cruise play him. Yeah. I just went on a Vincent rant. Go watch Collateral. If you haven't not seen Collateral, go watch fucking Collateral. Yeah, I'll add that to my list. Um, I just went on a Collateral rant. Um, so Hollywood, please listen to me. Get Michael Mann back. Go make a Collateral movie. Uh, I will I will go see it nine times in the theaters, please. So since I have yeah. more movies than you do, I'll go into yeah. my next movie. Yeah. Go again. Um, which is Last Action Hero. I don't know what that is. You don't know what Last Action Hero is? No. Oh, my God. Okay. So, it's very, like, Deadpool-esque. It is a, it is a 1993 action movie co-starring um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it is about it a, a kid. It 36% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 44% on Metacritic. Yes, but here's the thing. This movie was too ahead of its time. This movie was a very meta, self-aware 90s movie about a kid who gets a golden ticket in which he can go into the universe of other films. So he goes into the universe of this, uh, like, Arnold He's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, he is, but it's, so he goes into the universe of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and he explores, like, he becomes a character in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and then they do, they do like, riffs and bits on, like, real-world versus action movies and all the stuff that comes in with, between it, how, like, you're never in danger and, all the, and you never run out of bullets and all this shit, like... And it oh it's so it's way too clever for nineteen ninety three and sometimes like and here's the thing not only is it like too clever it it kind of like was like dumb clever like, it wasn't really that funny so like, if you can take this premise and kind of make it very twenty like nineteen twenty twenty of kind of the the jokes you could do with like going in between universes and real world versus action movies and comic book movies and especially if you go even more so with like studio rights like it's kind of like Deadpool just think like Deadpool but more like um. Like, 22 Jump Street kind of, like, I don't know. But very meta, self-aware, you take this kind of premise. Like, I, I'm surprised you haven't seen this movie. I'm, I've been talking for the past 20 minutes. Like, you gotta say something. Give me something. I haven't seen the movie. I really have nothing to say about it. But do you it, get what I'm it saying? Does not, it does not seem like my type of movie at all. I don't I'm know, reading but like, the summary The right premise now. of, like, going into a movie universe and breaking down the, the dynamics and contrast of, like, action movies versus, like, real life, that doesn't sound interesting to you? No, that that sounds interesting. But so, like, if but they would have to buy the rights to the idea. Well, yeah, but you get you get John McTiernan. Even though I think he's like, is he alive? I don't know. But um, I, I think Shane Black wrote it. Actually, I, that could be entirely wrong. Um, but like, I'm back right now. Yes, please tell please tell me who wrote the screenplay for Last Action Hero. Uh, Shane Black co-wrote it. Shane Black. So Shane Black is down to like redo his other movies. Um, he just did Predator. This movie, I feel like, lends itself to more of a 21st century uh, um, scenario than 1993. The only bad thing is I feel like the movie came out too ahead of its time and now would be too past its time. This movie is meant to come out in, like, 2016. The last action era reboot. Um, so that's my other movie that I feel like I want to see continued. Should I keep going because I have way more movies than you do? Do one more, yeah, why not? Speaking of Shane Black... Oh, um, yeah, a nice guy sequel. I want to, I want to take this even more into up its own ass. I want a, into the Spider Verse, um, Shane Black, uh, crossover of nice guys and kiss kiss bang bang. Kiss, kiss, bang bang. I'd be, I'd be down. I'd be. Down I want to see Ryan Gosling and Robert Downey Jr. do quips with each other. I want to see some sort of like time travel, like maybe like. The Nice Guys is a prequel to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I want to see these two worlds collide because these are the two of the most interesting character dynamics that have ever been put on film. I want to see this happen so bad. I know you want to see this. I would love to see it. I'd have to get over like the obvious plot holes of how they get that to come. Okay, know. even if even if you don't do like the whole Tornado Jumps, you kind of thing of like whatever. Even if you take Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and make a sequel or Nice Guys and make a spinoff, I want to see one of those two worlds explored because they're just such vibrant characters. Like, if you have an interesting character, you can make 20 movies out of an interesting character. I would love a Nice Guys sequel. Definitely more than Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, only because I feel like the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang story is, like, way more resolved, you know? Yeah, Whereas it is. Nice Guys, I think you could do, like, five different buddy comics. You really nice could, guys. yeah. Nice Guys is way, nice guys is way more open-ended. Um, I feel so bad because I was one of the n probably 20 million fuckers of this world who were like, Nice Guys looks really cool, I should go see it. And then we didn't go see it. So, um, Nice Guys is probably one of my 
top ten favorite movies of all time. Um, it's just like, oh my god, I I'm just so mad that this doesn't exist. It's 2020. I don't think we're gonna get a Nice Guys sequel. I really don't. Yeah, I, I hope we do, but I don't think so either. All right, so I just rattled off like 25 minutes of nonsense. I need you to say something. Uh, well, first of all, I really liked the, the Nice Guys one. Yeah. Ugh. Um, hmm. I'm trying to pick. I have, I have three g- good ones left. We probably have some of the same ones. Um, okay, I said a Nightcrawler sequel or universe. Okay. Cause More universe than sequel, because that story kind of resolved itself. It did, but I feel like you could... Well, like, here's the thing. Lou Bloom is, again, such a compelling character. And you can do whatever you want with a compelling character. The only thing is that, like, he, a prequel would be hard because he's only, like, kind of like a... Like a he's kind of like, like a more fucked up Aladdin at the start of Nightcrawler. Um, so there's only so much you can explore with that. And a sequel, it kind of wraps up. But maybe you can, like... Maybe you can take it, like, so further into it. But just that world itself is very interesting to explore. Like, the whole, like, crime, like, filmography kind of world of just, like, of, like, news reporting. So, like, again, like, yes, there's not much you can do, but there's something there. There's a world there you can explore. Yeah, like, my thinking was, like, you know how the adventures of Tom Sawyer and the adventures of Huckleberry Finn are both their own things? Yeah. Yeah. And both of the main characters are super famous, Mm -hmm. and they're kind of involved in each other's stories both times. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, maybe in Nightcrawler, you, like, Lou becomes, like, a side character, and it's just, like, the same universe, but it's about a different character somehow. I would also, I'd like to see them maybe just show, like, kind of, like, uh, oh, my God, like, Cloverfield it, where you just have another situation of this kind of, like, line of profession, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where, like, Lou Bloom isn't even in it, and Rene Russo isn't even in it, Bill Paxson isn't even in it, but you just have, like a similar situation of somebody trying to do this kind of work in like the crime, like the crime of LA and all the reporting of it, because it, that movie's so fucking captivating. It really is. It's really a great movie. Where you got, where are you going from here? Um, I have two more solid ideas. I I'd think. be surprised if two of yours aren't on my list. Um, do you have anything talking about, uh, Django? No. Because, so this one is not one of the two that I have, but I just thought, I, I feel like something involving Django would feasibly work, maybe. I, I don't feel, feel like too strongly about it. Django has such, uh, Tarantino is great at this. He's great at world building. He's great at setting up these little things that you don't know, but get spread off into like the whole other like universe of this. Like I would like, I, the Steven and Calvin dynamic is so interesting. Of just how did that get to that point of their friendship? <laughs> you could explore that. What the fuck was Schultz doing before he arrived at the Speck Brothers in the middle of the night? Like how like what was they doing? Maybe you explore more about Django as a slave, but that that's the least captivating part is actually Django because he was just a slave. Um Yeah. That's so if you want this is the last... I have two that I'm really passionate about, but I don't think they'd actually work, and then I'm kind of out of ideas. But I have a similar topic I want to do for a, a later episode that involves a character from Django Unchained that I don't want to say on the air, but I'll okay. talk to you about it later. Okay. Well, I would really like um, like a Legolas standalone movie. Okay. I know I, it's not going to happen because when, Orlando Bloom's too old. But... What would it be, though? Like, could you, would I would, you recast? I just want like, a Legolas like, one-off adventure movie. Would you... I think you can... Spent like like a prequel or like after the 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 the. It could be either. There's so much opportunities. I would probably say sometime in between the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, happens. There's like a forty. Yeah. Thirty year gap there. Yeah, you. I'm be... just saying like, it can it can be before he met like Gimli and Aragorn, but after he met the Hobbits and stuff. I don't know. I feel like he was kind of like they kind of fucked up a little bit in the Hobbit movies with him. They did, like, even in Lord of the Rings, though, I feel like they were so focused on the Hobbits and on Aragorn that, like, Gimli and Legolas were just there to kind of, like, banter with each other. Not that there wasn't great banter, but like, I feel Gimli like... Legolas, like, movie would be funny, but it wouldn't work because... Uh, well, I'm not going to spoil Lord of the Rings. I don't care, but... I would love called? to see... I would, I, would, I would love, though, just a Legolas one-off adventure, like, offshoot. We get to see right. some random elf shit, you know? I would love to see a Legolas Gimli movie in the style of Hobbs and Shaw. Ew, I don't... I've never... I'm never gonna watch Hobbs and Shaw. 
you know what I mean? Just, like, kind of, like, have the, I don't know, like, or, like, uh, fuck you, that was a good idea. Um, this is just me playing studio head and just, yeah, whatever, because, like, it's better than whatever the, it's better than 90, it's better than 70% of what we get now. Um, but I'm, I'm very for that idea. All right, I'm going to go through, I think, one of my top ideas that I have right now, which is Looper. Another Looper movie? Yes, or a, or a spinoff, or like an anthology. That would be a show. Just, that would be yes, a show. I want a show of just the world of a Looper. I don't want to see Bruce Willis. I don't want to see Tom. Looper would be like a Black Mirror meets Westworld type show. Yes, I want an anthology of Looper, of, of somebody who does the profession of killing time-traveling criminals... And just they get into some situation. I don't. I have no idea what it would be. But again, this is just like Inception, where it's just a cool idea, and you can do anything with a cool idea. Any cool idea you have in film, you can take it and go with it fifty-five million different directions. So Looper was about he was hired to kill himself, and what does that do? And so that's just one thing. Take that in a different thing. Also, I love the world building of Looper, where they have a drug that you like drop into your eye. That's so, this is so, such a good futuristic world kind of thing of like the different kind of drugs that they take. Um, and I feel like Ryan Johnson would love to do it. I feel like he would love to explore this world even more and, ha- and have him be like a producer on this show. Maybe. Um, I, I don't even know what else to say about this idea other than just the fact that like it writes itself. Like you had this premise, get a TV show, get a, get a captivating young star and have him have some sort of uh, like kind of balance. It doesn't have to take place in the same universe. It can just be. It, it can just be an anthology idea, and just go with it yeah. from there. I'd be okay with that. I, I'd be. I'd watch a few episodes, see if it was. Good. I am so mad that none of these ideas exist. Like, put us in charge of Hollywood. Like, for the love okay, of God. That's that's so. I'm not getting behind that. That's so cocky. It's it's better than Daddy's Home. Okay, like. Daddy's Home Two. <laughs> Daddy's Home Two is actually not as bad as Daddy's Home. It's better right. than uh. The, I can't believe they got the second one though. It's better than John Cena firefighting movie with his kids. Mm. It's better than what's another shitty movie that came out recently. I don't know. Well, there's too many. Um. I so only have one more. I'm gonna season. brush through like some of like just like the random ones that I thought of. The, yeah, the ones I'm not that few, passionate I only about. Have one more. Um, I want to see more of, like, uh, just, like, it'll think it'd be interesting to explore kind of, like, the outsiders, because, like, what Essie Hinton did with her novels is, like, kind of what um, Kevin Smith did with his movies, where he had just kind of, like, a single through line through each one of her novels, like a character that came back, or, like, reference yeah. an event, or something like that, and I feel like just to see kind of that universe, if she wanted to, like, if they wanted to write option all of her books into movies and just have them keep going, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um... Next is White Man Can't Jump remake. A remake? Okay. Yes. White Man Can't Jump remake. Because I feel like the premise of that movie is like, hey, he's white. So he has to be bad at basketball. Like, I don't know. So I feel like you can do a lot more with that movie. Um, plus, I feel like if you got an NBA star, maybe a star in it, either as a white guy or the black guy, um, it'd be pretty cool to look at. Um, I just feel like that's a cool premise you can do nowadays. And they're talking about remaking it. But, um, but it never kind of got off the ground. And granted, maybe it's the thing if you shouldn't remake a great movie because you're just going to disappoint. But I don't, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, here's one I'm actually really passionate about. Um, I want a Mr. and Mrs. Smith remake starring John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Okay. I want this so bad. I talk about this maybe three times a week with my mom. Really? Because uh, we, and, me and her are big Mr. and Mrs. Smith fans, and we're big John Krasinski and Emily Blunt fans. And I want to see a remake of this movie with them. My my brother pointed out that maybe Blake Lyman and Ryan Reynolds could do a good job of this remake. But I I'd rather see no, John Krasinski. That, that's better than the Dude, John you think John Krasinski and Emily Blunt isn't as good as Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively? For Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I think Ryan Reynolds Ryan and Reynolds Blake is too Lively. goofy. Who? Ryan Reynolds is too goofy. I don't think so. Oh, come on. Josh Krasinski can play, like, the stoic spy. Like, the stoic, give me, like, a martini, James Bond kind of, like, guy. Ryan Reynolds is too, like, he's too... Why does it have to be a couple in real life? Because I think that's that's just the premise I went off of. And those are two very famous people. No, I'm not saying that they wouldn't be good at it. I just think Ryan Reynolds is a little too goofy for the the role. And I know what you're thinking, listeners at home. Owen is way too passionate about a Mr. and Mrs. Smith remake. And you're goddamn right I am. I don't give a fuck what you say. Fair enough. Um... Next is I have uh, Real Steel, 
the robot boxing movies, and I want to see the transition from how they decided to go from um, real people boxing to that's too dangerous, so we're going to do robot boxing, just whatever. It's pretty cool. Um, I want a MacGruber sequel really bad. <laughs> because the first one is so fucking good. You know, I wouldn't you, watch it, but that's funny. KFBR 359, KFBR, whatever the fuck the license plate is. Um, I think a Drive prequel or sequel could be okay. Yeah, I don't need that. I think that one's... Here's the thing. That, no, here's the thing. It, it, you don't need it, but like it's set up to... Like, here's the thing. World building is way more captivating than exploring that world. I suppose. It really is. Um, Attack the Block, I feel like, would be pretty cool. I don't know what that is. You've never seen Attack the Block? No. Oh, and you know what? One day we're just going to talk horror movies, and I'm going to just name, like, a bunch of really good, like, semi-known movies, and you're not going to know them, and I'm just going to go, you've never seen Blank? That's you've different, never though. Seen That's Blank? totally different. That is a genre that I, gen- that, that I generally avoid, other than there's yeah, I don't. Let me guess. Is Attack the Block, uh, is that, like, an action? Like, it is a British horror sci-fi action. So action's probably the genre where you definitely have seen, like, a ton more okay this isn't some well-known like big time it's pretty famous it's really not what does it say for genre it says fantasy sci-fi yes i'd put it sci-fi just because it has john boyega and jody whittaker doesn't mean it's okay but i saw this movie when it came out okay i didn't see them when they blew up i saw this movie when it fucking came out just can I just go I mean, on a little it, bit? It, of a, looks, it looks interesting. It's keep it really mind. good. It's about it's about an alien invasion of these little like dog type aliens on a on a British uh, like a British project, and these teenagers fight off these aliens, and it's actually really fucking good. Um, if you're, okay, but I, you're just, you're acting like I just said I didn't see the Wolf of Wall Street or like true. But granted, I hold you to a higher standard than ninety percent of people I talk to when it comes to that, movies. That's dumb though, because I've openly said I'm just an average movie. No, nerd. but here's the thing: fuck you. You are not an average movie fan. You are in the top five percent of movie fans. Ew, God, stop. Do you know how I know you're in the top five percent of movie fans? Because I know people that just go to the movies and say, "Hey, what's playing?" That's how I know you're in the top five percent of movie fans. Ugh. Anyway, so these teenagers fight off these aliens, and it's it's a really cool world to explore. Maybe you have an anthology of what else was happening during this same night of this alien attack, or maybe you continue on with John Boyega's character, and he has to like fight off these aliens again, and you go very B-movie with it, because we don't have enough B-movies nowadays. We have one B-movie, and I think that's enough. We have one B-movie franchise that has become a C-movie franchise. <laughs> and you know what the fuck I'm talking about. B-movie is phenomenal. You know what C-movie I'm talking about. No, I don't. A B-movie franchise that's gone so stupid, it is now a C-movie franchise? What, Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious. Okay. Um, if you've ever... Uh, remember the movie The Watch? Yeah. With Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn? Yeah, yeah. That movie is a, is a knockoff of uh, Attack the Block. Okay, well, I didn't like The Watch, so... Yes, yeah, so here's the thing. You'll like the British version. Plus, you're British. Yeah, fair enough. I have one more. Do you want to just hear my last one? It's not even that good. I'm Can I go through the rest it. of my random ones before I go through, uh, before you do one, your one more, then I go through the rest of my real ones? Sure. Okay. So, where, where was I? I was at a tech block. Next one, I feel like, did you ever see Hail Caesar? No, you hated it though. I hated it, but it had a very good premise and setup. So I feel like you can still explore something with that. Um, and uh, I think Overlord would be pretty good for a sequel. Yeah, I liked Overlord a lot. I Overlord think that's kind of a one-off, but... It is a one-off. Maybe. So, my next movie, which is very similar to Overlord, is Ready or Not. But here's the thing. Ready or Not, you haven't seen it yet, but it has much no, more... What? I watched. I ended up watching it. Oh, so you know the thing about, like, the whole, like, mythos of the game and all yeah, that kind of... Yeah, yeah. Like, you so you're t- saying the family throughout the years? The family. Like, I want to see more about that family and the prequel, so yeah, how that, that all like started. I feel like that would... If you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, it's a very interesting movie. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so the family dynamic and the history of that and all that kind of shit, that would be really fucking cool. Um, my last like semi real one is uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. I never saw that, but I know what it is. It's you could do a very cool kind of like anthology type of like 
just this one location and all the ongoings that happened because the movie Bad Times at El Royale hints at a lot of fucked up shit happening at the at the El Royale in the 50s and 40s that could you could explore. So that is my last um that's my last of like the nonsense ones and then I have one more serious one. So you go with your last serious one. Um I think it would be great for a real attempt, not a Shyamalan attempt at a live action Avatar the Last Airbender yeah. franchise. But I don't want it to be a remake of the show. The show's already perfect. Why do I need to see it again? I want it to be, like, standalone movies. Not standalone, but I want it to be movies of, like, afterwards or maybe... Yeah, so you want afterwards. you want a continuation of the story of afterwards, what happens with all yeah, the Yeah, but characters. I'm saying different characters. It's like how you keep saying these worlds are too cool to not have more okay. movies. That's okay. what I'm saying. Because the whole plot of bending and stuff... It's way too cool, in my opinion, to not... Or even animated movies. They can be animated movies. I just want more movies set in that world. I think it would be really cool to have an Avatar-based world movie with no, like, not Aang, not Korra, not any of the Avatars in it. Just, like, these are just normal people in the... Like, imagine a heist movie in Avatar The Last Airbender Universe okay. using the bending stuff. I would prefer the movies to be animated in the same style, but I would also like a live-action version if the live-action version, you know, got it right. I just don't trust the live action for obvious reasons. Who would you pick to direct? If it was... I have one in my mind. If it was an animated thing or if it was a live action? Live action. <sighs> Shyamalan. Fuck off. Dude, that's, you're not funny. Um, I would go... Hmm. Who would you pick? I'm trying to think. I would pick the current director of the other Avatar movie. Uh, you'd pick J.J. Abrams? James Cameron. Oh, James Cameron. That's who I meant. Why did I say J.J.? Because they both start with J's? Yeah, maybe. I picked um, James it's, Cameron. It's 11, um, which isn't late. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that would be a good pick. Yeah. I would maybe go... I would have to get back to you on that. I don't want to say anything now. I think, that, I think that you have a very good idea of, like, of just like... You never bring up Aang, you never bring up Korra, just just this world. But hey, this like, kind of like what I want from Star Wars, which is like just a separate movie entirely that takes place in that universe... But just kind of like Aang is kind of like the Luke Skywalker. He's kind of like kind of referenced. Yeah, like I, I don't need or or maybe it's maybe a few of the characters are in it. But like I don't want any of the main team Avatar, you know. Okay. Um, I, I, I so you you would rather have it animated? I would way rather have in the same art style. Mm. Much rather have it animated. I just had an idea, but I feel like they wouldn't take it in the right direction. I, th- I was thinking Lord and Miller, but they're too comedic, and I feel like you want the like this should not be that comedic. It could be. It could, you could do, or you could just do an anthology show of things that happen in the Avatar universe. Mm-hmm. I would take that as well. Just like a few episodes for each story. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. So I feel bad. I kind of didn't save my best for last. I kind of saved my my whatever for last. But have you ever seen the movie Losers? No. Who's with, with Chris Evans and. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Idris Elba. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Oh, it's a DC Comics uh, movie. That I'm not podcast again. I am not hear what you just said. If you tell me the movie Losers, you're acting again. Just like fuck. Who has seen Losers? It made twenty nine point nine in the box office. I'm in the majority by not seeing it, dude. But you're a comic movie. F- you you know a lot about comic book movies. This is a comic book movie. I would expect you to see it. There's a lot of famous people in it. Like, I really don't. It, it, there is a lot of famous people in it. I'm really not that huge in a comic. I'm a very mainstream comic person. You watch a lot of comic book movies. I watch the main ones, you know, like Batman shit. Eh. I feel like you watch more deep cut comics than I do. No, I disagree. Just, I don't know. Alright, well, it's about a CIA deep cover squad that, like, they have to fake their deaths and take back their name. It's kind of like the A-Team. So like the uh, there's a Netflix movie that just came out with that same plot. What movie? I don't know. It was a very forgettable Netflix movie, action movie. That, like just but, came like, out or like 2018? Yeah, just came like out? like no, like 2019, 2020. Okay. Like 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 I think Ryan Reynolds might have been in it. I'm not sure. Six Underground. Maybe. It, oh god, that's a Michael Bay movie. It might have been that, but it has a very similar plot. 
But um, Losers, also, because I feel like this movie was made at a time before comic book movies were, like, a thing. If this movie came out five years later than it came out, we would get three Losers movies. Also, this movie came out before Chris Evans was a star, before Idris Elba was really, like, fucking making all the moms in USA, like, want to fuck him. Like, now he has no, some pull. Yeah. Um, everybody, everybody's I can't, I really need him to be the next James Bond. He's, if, he's way too old now. If they made it back in 2015 when they were talking about it, yeah, but now he's 55 years old. You're not going to get three movies out of him. It's, I'd be down for a one-shot movie with Idris Elba. I would Bond. be too, but the studio wouldn't be. Um, I'm not, I'm not mad that Idris Elba wasn't Bond because James Craig, sorry, Daniel Craig. He's Daniel great. Craig is he's he's the James Bond to me. I am glad that they did another Daniel Craig as opposed to recasting instead of because if they recast it and it wasn't Idris Elba, I would have been very mad. But the fact that they did another Daniel Craig, I'm happy with it. Um, but yeah, so another Losers movie is really good. All right, you will really like Losers. I promise you. Um, you have a right to be mad at me for being like, you've never seen Attack the Block? Yes, you have a right to be mad at me. Losers, I feel like you can kind of like understand why I think you would have seen it. Um, I think we can agree the movie we most want to see is the Looper movie. Not the Looper, the, the Inception movie. The Inception universe. The, the three ones, uh, there's a few ones that I really need now. The Nice Guys sequel I would love. I want the Nice Guys uh, movie. The Inception universe for sure. The Avatar The Last Airbender animated universe I would mm-hmm. love. And uh, there's one more that I would really, really want. Was it one on my list or your list? Uh, I deleted my list, but it, it might have been on your list. I, we definitely both like it, but I don't know. The Looper one? Oh, no, uh, Ant- like... Anton Sugar? Yes, that is yes. the one. I need that one. Uh, uh, I If I had to pick my second option, because we both agree on a section, I want to see yeah. like a like a, a crime drama of uh, Zootopia really bad. <laughs> I really want to see that. Like, oh my god. Give it, like, give it to, like, who's somebody fucked up and could do, like, an animated, dark, like, like, like crime movie? I mean, I get maybe Tim Burton. I don't know. He yeah, would do it bad, though. I hate Tim Burton, though. Give it to David Fincher. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it to, um, no, not Wes Anderson. I don't know. But I'll figure it out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start writing a treatment for this Utopia crime drama spinoff. I'm going to start writing that. All right. Um, th- th- damn, this movie, this conversation just, like, made me mad that none of these movies exist and won't exist. Uh, a few of them just makes me sad because I think they would be awesome. All right, out of all, the mov- out of all the ones we discussed, which one do you think has the best chance of happening? Best chance of happening? Yes. Can you run a quick list again? Like, so of the big ones? The big ones I had were... Uh, Last Action Hero, Collateral, Losers, Inception, Looper, um, MacGruber, No Country for Old Men, Nice Guys, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Bad Times, Overlord's Utopia. I think I think I think a Mr. and Mrs. Smith reboot probably because they're not gonna do sequels slash any yeah. like realistically they're not gonna do any of the ones besides. I'm I I'm all in on Tenant being part of the Inception universe right now. Like that's that's I, the one that I, I want the most. But I feel like that, I feel like no one wouldn't do it. No, he won't. It's more about uh, I won't spoil anything, but ba- like based on the uh, the trailers, it's not sleep related. It's time related. It's like Inception if Inception involved time and not sleep and dreams. Is this Tenet? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to know that. Um, but um, I have no idea tense about. But that's the one that I feel like maybe I don't either. I saw the trailer and I don't. That's the one that like maybe I think has the best chance of happening because I feel like Whoopers kind of shut sh- uh, shut the door with um, Avatar. I feel like has a good ch- has, could happen. Technically, Avatar is the best because it is happening. They're making a live action, but that's more of a reboot, so I'm I'm not counting it. Wait, there's a there's an Avatar thing coming out. Yeah, on Netflix, it keeps getting delayed, but they're they're supposedly making like a live action thing. But that's not what I want, you know. Speaking of movies getting delayed, remember fucking uh, Dark Mutants or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah, honestly, whatever. I'm so over X-Men. The X-Men died in 2014. Um, I don't know, Logan? No, I'll give a... Uh, is Logan worth the just atrocities that have came out since Days of Future Past? I, I, I dug Apocalypse. Oh, I hated Apocalypse. Here's, like, Apoc- Here's the thing. Um, what's that? What's that shit box that came out a couple months months ago? Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix ruins Apocalypse. Um, I didn't see Dark Phoenix. I, I didn't see it either, but I know a, a lot about it. 
I saw Apocalypse and I hated it so much I told myself I've never seen another X-Men. Okay, we can end our conversation on X-Men Apocalypse. Um, do you want to talk about Scarlet Wasteland? No. Um, you we're don't. in a band. That's all I'll say. What's that? They, they, they didn't hear. Uh, we're, we're in a band. Woo! That's all you're going to talk about? You don't want to? I'm not, I'm not a good hype man for my own thing. Uh, we're, we're a little bit away from dropping our song. Or yeah, album. that's fair. Uh, mm, just, I, I think song to start. All right. Um, damn, you're no fun. I wanted you to talk about that for a little bit. I will when it's more so, yeah. when we as a collective have done more music stuff. Fair enough. So we're we should be getting some new cover art coming in in a few days. Um, it won't be ready by this episode, but hopefully it'll be ready. Which also Apple Podcast doesn't update our cover art. Spotify did, but Apple Music. I mean Apple Podcast doesn't. It's kind of weird. Like we still have the OG cover art for on uh, Apple Podcast. And for those of you who listen on Spotify, if you have no idea what that cover art is. It's just the title sequence for my first uh, short film that I did with Will. Not Will. Um, actually, Will Conway was my co-writer and co-director on it. The, that was starring John Hawat and Kim Valentine. It's on, my, it's on my YouTube channel. Watch Tech Sport. That's just the cover art. Um, um, you know like how you see on Watch Mojo's like top ten actors and directors who hated each other? Yeah. Me and yeah. John Hawat were number one on that list. Yeah, that's fair. You guys are terrible. All right. Um, that's, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed if you have any uh, ideas or lists of movies that maybe we didn't bring up that you have uh, an idea about, send us a message at Owen Hart Media on Instagram or you have my number or text me. So, yeah. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me at Owen Hart Media. You can follow him at underscore Will McDonald underscore, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. And see you. Bye-bye.